Hey, podcast. This is Colt and Taylor. Hello. This is 2021. This is our first podcast of the year, and we are glad that you are with us this year. You mm-hmm. made it. We all made it through 2020, and now this is the year of Milaka. <laughs> what is that? I'm glad you asked. That is a Hebrew word, which means skilled craftsmanship creative work done for a meaningful purpose that could be performed by god or performed by man by the way there will be some spiritual content on this episode and the reason is because taylor and i both happen to be christians this is not a religious podcast but this is a general health and wellness podcast and that's why we talk about things all things fitness and that's why we have comedians on our show because Laughter is a very essential part of living a healthy, holistic lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to things, especially like setting goals, there's just really no way around the the religion part of it because Taylor and I, with our Christian faith, that's where our goals come from and that's where our desires come from that we set our goals based off of. So we look to see what God puts in our hearts and then from there, we reverse engineer it and plan goals accordingly. So hope that makes sense. And if this is something that offends you, then we will not be offended at all if you choose to not listen to this episode. So, (laughs) all right. Now, the word milaka is a Hebrew word. The Hebrew language is fascinating. It's much, much more sophisticated and far more intelligent and specific of a language than the English language. The English language is more or less a dumbed-down version of a whole bunch of other languages. So the the word melaka, for us, we find this word to be particularly interesting and particularly impactful to use as our word to describe how we're going to approach 2021. Okay, Uh, we believe that 2021 is our year of melaka, because 2020 was a year of, for us, it was necessary change in which circumstances that are beyond our control end in contrast of our will and enabled us to discover our unique purpose, to reinvent ourselves and to deepen our values and to refine our vision. So our values haven't changed, but our methods and our direction and how to get there is, that has changed. So a lot has happened in this last year, hasn't it, babe? Yeah. We've moved. We've we gave birth. You gave birth. Like like (laughs) like I had anything to do with it. I had a very very small part to do with that, but it was essential. Couldn't have happened without me. Yeah. (laughs) That was at the end of 2019. Had our baby girl. So now we got two kids in the house. Went from Seattle to Portland and. Two toddlers in the house, not just two kids. Yeah, toddlers. (laughs) Two toddlers now. Yeah, we can't even we can't even refer to our two and a half year old as a toddler anymore. He's he's a child. We call him the child. So (laughs) Star Wars reference. Yeah, (laughs) and he's saying he's saying Grogu now. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's actually saying it, and so that's kind of our nickname for him. And then the baby is no longer the baby; she is now the toddler. So she's looking like a mature little girl right now. Um, and a couple of years ago, you know, we, we, we couldn't have imagined our lives building the businesses that we've been building with having kids. Yeah. But now we can't imagine our lives without kids. So they've become our why. And while they require so much energy and they take so much out of us, they give far more to us than we could have ever imagined. Yeah. Um, one of the frustrating things is how toddlers can get so frustrated so quickly 
and just for no apparent reason and just have a complete meltdown what did he have a meltdown with this morning she she took his well he took her little like doll cart but he wanted to put his toys in it and push it around it's a doll, like that's not even designed for boys yeah. to play with. <laughs> and, yeah. but he doesn't care he's he he was he was all about it and he and he fell on the floor and was and 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 was crying there were tears streaming down his face and he starts hyperventilating his face is all beet red because she took his little cart <laughs> that had his he had his magnets in there right yeah yeah so so they can get all bent out of shape for lit for the smallest silliest thing but they can all of a sudden be laughing and full of joy two seconds later yeah two seconds later for no apparent reason so as easy as it is to get frustrated in situations like this it is something that i believe we can learn from as parents and i need to remind myself of is is like man like somebody rubs me the wrong way like i can carry that baggage for a week or more (laughs) and and i'm not proud of that and taylor's the same way we can carry baggage from each other for for that long too but we look at our kids and we're like wow okay this is something we can learn from. So yeah. this is a little different direction than we intended on taking this podcast. <laughs> and so we're going to try to get back well, on Well, might as well to... talk about some of the things we learned in 2020. <laughs> exactly. So, no, but th- what other changes we had, though, in 2020 is we became full-time business owners. You mm-hmm. left your job, and that was scary mm-hmm. and crazy. Yeah, but got, got, la- got laid off from my job, lost yeah, it, and whole, of my COVID. Whole, whole world fell apart. Yeah. Or at least it felt like it was. Yeah. Because we had never felt like we were in a better groove than in January of 2020. Yeah. Just things like, were clicking. 2020 I was, was like going to be such an epic year. And it was an epic year for us, but it didn't go the direction we thought it was going to go. Epic in a very, very different way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in January, I was at the comedy clubs every single night. I was waking up every single morning and practicing. Going to the gym. Uh, going to the gym, but I was going to the gym later in the day. So in the, oh, right. so in the mornings, I was spending time with James. I was reading the Bible with him every morning and then practicing letters with him and working on his speech and his fine motor skills. And I was getting him out of bed every morning because you were still recovering from your second C-section. Yeah. So we had a newborn baby girl as of two or three months. And this is how we're starting every single day and then going to work and then having my workout in the middle of the day. And then um, this and this was three or four months after my last competition too. And so my hormone levels are back. I was feeling healthy again. And, um, and we, were, we were just in a great place as a family. We just felt like we were winning in all areas too. We have a network marketing business on the side that we were still working. And, that, and that's been eight years. And so that, that's the whole reason Taylor is able to stay home is that we were able to build that business and be able to have the benefits of being able to work whenever we want to work on the side of my full-time job yeah and uh gosh it was just everything was everything was perfect a well-oiled and, machine i know and and and, and, at the, and at the comedy clubs every night too like i was i was right i was writing my i was writing jokes for probably an hour or two a day throughout the day whenever i get a break at work was my time to do that and then record and practice and go over my set from the previous day so what I would do is record my set that that night, and if I could get up two or three times, that was even better. Um, I was getting like five or six hours of sleep, but we were, but everything was just going so well that I didn't even care, and we were just running on on a lot of adrenaline. I could get get some extra sleep on the weekends, and then I would I would go over my recordings the next day, and then I would 
highlight all the, I would highlight my script that I performed the night before and I didn't always go according to the script sometimes I'd go off script obviously depending on the audience but I would uh, take notes of everywhere where there were laughs and the jokes that were working and the ones that weren't working I would take them out and whenever I had a joke that would really get a lot of laughs I would work on some tags from it because it's easier to get laughs off of existing material and a concept that people already think is funny than trying to change subjects and go to and go to something else so these kind of things is 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 how is are what I was working on during the day, um, along with my workouts. And yeah, I mean life life was good. I was eating uh, four or five meals a day. They were all pretty high carb. This is before the carnivore diet. Similar <laughs> like paleo. Yeah, our our diet has uh, changed quite a bit since then. But um, at, at the time, that's what was working, and so then that's what I was being coached to do, and that was working great. And so. Um, everything, everything, everything was just great. We just, we just loved our life, and we felt like we were winning in all areas. And then the pandemic started, and gyms closed, and it caused us to reevaluate and and have to make a lot of changes and have to make a lot of pivots. And so that's when we invented the. And you were still, and you hadn't lost your job at that point too. Like your your company was like deemed essential and like they were doing good and yeah we were not we were not worried about your job whatsoever (laughs) exactly yeah i work in refractories which is a construction type industry and at least i I did at the time and that was a industry that was deemed essential quotes but a lot of our customers that weren't essential took major major hits and so our company actually just really took a hit because of the economy more so than any government regulations so unfortunately we were one of the warehouses that they decided to close and so my my best friend and i the godfather of our daughter we worked together and we we both got laid off and that was uh that, that was heartbreaking you know we, we still we still talk a lot and we're still best friends to this day but that was something that we had to work past and we, we realized that we really had no ties no specific reason to be in the seattle area and then the um, skull bells brand business was really taken off our skull dumbbells and for I'm, I'm not going to get into how that whole business started and how and how this whole business and this whole podcast started because you can hear all that on previous episodes our halloween special is where we have our partner bedded on and we talk about what that whole process looked like so anyway throughout the throughout the course of the year um a lot changed but uh, but a lot set set us up to be able to do what we to to, to what to what we really want to do and while we, we were making the most of everything that God gave us, um, now we're in a situation to where we can we can be in business for ourselves in a more authentic way than we were able to when I was working a job and working for somebody else. Yeah. Um, some people can go to work and get a paycheck and come home, and it's a very simple way to live. My dad lives that way, and, and he's one of the most relaxed, most fun people to be around. He's the best dad I could ever ask for. I'm just wired a little bit differently. I just can't do it. I just can't work for somebody else. I We've always just been so entrepreneurial-minded, though, because, I mean, I grew up with two parents who are entrepreneurs, and you've been entrepreneurs since you were, like, a child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've already we've interrupted each other like probably three times on this episode, and so Taylor and I obviously have a hard time working for other people. We yeah. like we like to be in charge. We're each the oldest of three, and so we're used to being in charge. <laughs> so, Sorry if that bothers you, listeners. But we would rather work for ourselves a hundred hours a week than work for somebody else. Absolutely, forty hours a week. Yeah, so, totally. No question on that. When we're in control of our own destiny our own the you know what's gonna happen to our life and our kids life you know one thing that we've learned is 
we're in control of 97% of the things that happen to us. And then, you know, the other 3% is, you know, outside forces. But isn't it a blessing to know that when you're your own business owner, you know, you're in control of so much more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm thankful that we live in a country that allows us to have our own business. I can't imagine having no option than to work a job or live off of, you know, whatever it's easy to get frustrated because of regulations and because of our economy and because of what's happening in washington dc no matter what side of the politic spectrum spectrum you're on it's frustrating but when you compare our country to any other country there is no comparison what we have the ability to do here is amazing whether it's working for somebody else whether it's being in business for yourself whatever that looks like uh this is small business corporations whatever yeah yeah we're 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 not we're not going anywhere we might move to montana though we don't know we might be here long term we don't know i guess we're we're gonna work hard here for the next year and and see and see what business looks like and everything but uh one of our dreams is to have a place in montana so that brings us to our next point is to is is to have have a clear vision of what it is that you want to accomplish in 2020. And by the way, if you're listening... 2021. 2021, thank you. By the way, if see, we interrupt each other quite, quite a bit. Uh, now, if you're listening to our advice right now, uh, we're flattered <laughs> because, I look, because I look in the mirror every time and, and, and every time I make a mistake and, and sometimes I have a hard time believing that people would listen to anything that I have to say because we make a lot of mistakes and uh, I, I've made some mistakes today. So uh, we, we make mistakes literally every single day. And um, I just went into a meeting yesterday with a, with a manufacturer that, that I, I was like, okay, I'm going to need this part and I'm going to need this and I'm going I'm, I'm to need this kind of tooling. And they quoted me all the costs and everything. And my own supplier that, that, that I walked into that I wanted to get a quote from, wanted to do business with, talked me out of it by the end of it. They're like, Colt, there is such a cheaper, more efficient with it. Um, the, the engineer told me this. He was like, there is such a cheaper more effective way for you to do this he's like why don't you just do it this way and this way and this way and he talked me out of using them as their services and pointing me in the direction of somebody that would be a more cost effective more practical way to be able to manufacture our, our new our new dumbbells with our with our new materials that we're going to be using so um i mean that i, I left there feeling kind of silly uh, but also pretty grateful too because yeah. that's you know that's why I like doing business in the United States. We we're going to try to outsource all of our production overseas, and to be able to work with people just down the road that you can look in the eyes and, and trust. Yeah, and and and, and trust. Um, at least everybody that we work, we work with so far has been pretty trustworthy. Um, going overseas, ugh, it'll be a little more difficult to have that kind of service somewhere else. So, um, so coming back to our point of having a clear vision of what you want. You know, that's we're 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 created visually, and God created us visually, and to be able to have something materialistic as a, as a motivation for a greater purpose, you know, it's 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 we want to remind ourselves that we're in business for ourselves, and and we're in business because we love people and we use things we don't love things and use people right and that's that's referring to customers that's referring to our business partner bennett um and that goal isn't necessarily set to be hit we had a lot of goals set in 2020 and we hit some of them we exceeded some of them those are some of more of our 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 personal goals like for our for for our bible studies and stuff (laughs) it's like anytime think think things are think things are hard or things are 
um, not going the way we want them to or things are overwhelming like especially when it was coming to the the, ele- the elections like that's how I got through the election season was, was just by reading the bible and I'm like okay at least this is something that's true and something that never changes and so I found a lot of peace in that personally mm-hmm. um, so I'm like great we exceeded some goals and uh, some goals uh, kind of got shattered too I wanted to have a Netflix special for doing stand-up comedy within a couple years and um, on paper it was on track I'm like man like my uh, things are coming together and I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting better and I saw my vision coming together and then when all the comedy clubs closed and all of us comedians are out of business now hence doing all these podcasts and having specifically more comedians on our show uh, because we're we're looking for work and we're, we're trying we're trying to get creative um, that vision kind of fell apart but what it did do is it stretched me and it caused me to work harder for something that I really really wanted yeah and, it, and then when and then when this other business opportunity fell in our lap for us to be able to make these skull dumbbells and to find this this niche in the market that caused us to put all of to, to put all of our eggs from other baskets into this basket so having a clear vision of what you want 2021 to look like now again um i don't in in some ways i'm excited to share um what what has helped us to achieve success in other businesses in the past and what's got us to where we are today not that we're anywhere near where we want to be because we're definitely not um we when we moved over to the Seattle area, had a goal to be driving Maseratis within five years and to have a yacht. And <laughs> we were newly married, had a lot of high goals, and uh, I don't regret setting any of these goals. But we don't we don't exactly have a yacht right now or Maseratis. <laughs> I have I have a you have Maserati. I have a Maserati with a dead battery right now. It's it's not even working. So Taylor keeps asking me. She's like, "When are we gonna go jump your car? When are we gonna go jump your car?" I'm like, "Babe, I want to record. I want to record this podcast. I want. I have. I have these meetings I gotta do, and we're trying. We're trying to get our new production nailed down. Uh, I got. I gotta buy a welder right right now. I gotta buy a drill press, and so these are some tools that we're equipping our new manufacturer process with for for our, for our skull dumbbells. Um, and try, trying to finish the book of Genesis right now. We're I'm up to my eyeballs and that's amazing how many times you can read that book and get something different out of it every time. <laughs> so the th- things like that, that's probably my biggest insecurity as a man is how little I know about cars and how and how little time and effort I put in. I mean, if I, if I put the kind of effort into my car as I do into my physical body, uh, my, my my car my car would be set. <laughs> probably wouldn't probably wouldn't have any problems. You just need a new battery. That's all. <laughs> and like even that is overwhelming to me. <laughs> like ch- changing a headlight. Like I don't know. Like I'll I'll, I'll call somebody. I'll call my brother in law Isaiah or something. Shout out to Isaiah. Hopefully you listen to this podcast, brother. Love you big time. Um, <laughs> so, no pressure. Yeah. Anyway, having a having a vision for for 2021, and you know. When it, when it comes to um, us having any type of right to tell you, to give you success or to give you advice or anything, again, if you're listening to this, I'm flattered. Um, I hope that you're reading like an actual success book or something and have um, more resources than just this episode as to how to approach 2021. Um, this episode we're hoping is something that you can listen to while you're working out, while you're on a run as a follow-up or just, you know, more, more or less some encouragement. So um, we, that's one of the things that I want to do is to write a success book. And that was the whole purpose of starting supersetyourlife.com where that name came from, because that's, uh, supersetting your life is how I like to approach my life. And 
what that means is you stretch as you stretch yourself in one area then you stretch yourself in another area you know it's more effective to do bench press and then go do some curls and come back and do bench press which doesn't make any sense but you'll be able to lift more on your next set of bench press because you did curls as opposed to just sitting and resting between sets when you do curls um things things happen and it's and it's different and you get blood into your biceps and then what happens that that gives that makes your arms a little fuller and it gives you more leverage when you go back to bench and so what does that look like in life it means when you go to the gym you push yourself hard when you push yourself hard what does that do that's that releases endorphins that releases dopamine that releases some chemical reactions that happen in your brain and then what you're more creative after that so this podcast right now i knew that i wanted to record it right after my workout because i'd be in a good mood um and also because both of our kids are asleep so (laughs) our kids both being asleep at the same time is our golden hour absolutely that's when we schedule our most important stuff that we need to do (laughs) so um so having a vision for 2021, right? And then have, having a word, narrow it, narrow it down to something very specific. Uh, one, one of our favorite books that we've ever read, one of the, and I've read this book probably four or five times, is The One Thing. And what it does is it takes the Pareto Principle and, re, and, and refines it and reduces it to something even more specific that creates a domino effect that spills into other areas of your life. So for example, if you're unfamiliar with the Pareto Principle, just to highlight it real quick, what it looks like is everything can be broken down into 80-20. So like when it comes to your to, uh, bodybuilding, for example, 80% of your results are really coming from 20% of the exercises that you're doing. Um, when you go to a banquet, 80% of the food is eaten by 20% of the people. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> look for it next time. It will blow your mind. Oh, like at a buffet. Yeah, at a buffet. Um, at a at a restaurant. Okay, our our, our father in law, uh, my father in law, her dad in Sitka, Alaska, owns two restaurants, and and eighty percent of all of his profits and all of his revenue comes from twenty percent of everything that's on the menu. Any restaurant is yeah. like that. Um, 80% of your profits in any business come from 20% of your product. So that can be reduced to something even smaller and say, okay, what's the 1% that gives me the most bang for my buck? So we like to approach every year asking ourselves these questions like, what's the one thing that I can do that's such by doing it, everything else throughout the rest of the year would be easier or unnecessary. Now, the the book, The One Thing, is a great resource. Now, they also have a podcast. They also have a website. There's like an entire movement around The One Thing. It's kind of ridiculous, but it's... Good stuff, though. Oh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And on their website, they have resources that uh, we actually still use to this day. And uh, every, every week, we go over our weekly goals. Every month, we go over our monthly goals. And every year, we go over our annual goals. And uh, it's, our, it's, it's our practical system that we use to be able to schedule all of our calendars, time block all of our appointments, and make sure that we get everything done in a day that we need to. Um, ideally, I don't think there's ever a day that goes by that we do everything that we actually intend on doing. Yeah. But. Um, but it really helps us to set goals and, and to be able to stick to them. So, okay. Um, so what we decided our year of 2021 was going to look like is, uh, is, is a year of hard work, but, but a year, but a year of good work. 
Um, it's hard for us to set some specific goals right now. And, and, and we have them I and we have business goals. That's not the purpose of this podcast. You know, a lot, a lot of that's confidential information. We're not here to, to show you all of our dirty laundry and stuff that we need to work on with our relationships and everything. Um, but but this is this is going to be a year of hard work and it's going to be a year of good work and fun work because we're realizing how much we, we, we love doing what we do now. I mean, um, we're, we're not making the kind of money that we want to make right now but because we're still in the startup phase and, we're, and there's still a lot that needs to get done um, before we're seeing the kind of success that we want to. But we, but what we love right now and what we've enjoyed these last couple months is just uh, working together um, and, 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 and having to laugh at ourselves too because this morning it was like a war zone in our house like our kids were just noisy Crazy. and yelling and uh, and I'm on, I'm on phone calls with suppliers and I'm I, trying and to my... get unpacked from our we were gone for two weeks in Montana for Christmas like I'm trying to get the bags unpacked yeah and James is going nuts and Everly <laughs> wants to get into the laundry and... <laughs> and and it's frustrated but I'm not playing a violin or complaining because I would rather do this hands down yeah. over 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 going to an office and uh, dealing with a bunch of grumpy people so right I'm sorry if you have to go to work to an office and deal with a bunch of grumpy people but um we have grumpy here within this house though not 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 everybody here is <laughs> is, is always in the best of moods myself included um but it's 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 joyful it really is um and so coming back to the word melaka which is our word for heart for hard work and that we're excited about in, in, in this year um it's similar to the hebrew word abad and that word is also used in Genesis. So the, so the word Melakah is used throughout the Bible in a few different places. And um, it's, it means more than just hard work. It's Again, it's skilled craftsmanship. It's creative work done for a specific purpose. It could be performed by God or by man. It, it, it's the word that was used for on the, in Genesis 2.2, describing the work that God did when he created the world. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. By the way, I read King James Version, so um, I'm, I'm not that hardcore. I don't actually study King James Version. <laughs> uh, Taylor and I prefer to read the ESV Version of the Bible, and it's easier to understand. It's, it's, it's also very literal. Um, most, m- most of our sources will say that it's more... Um, accurate than the King James version, but when but when it comes to reading it a second time or going back, I I I, I enjoy the literary experience of the King James version, and I enjoy um, the words like shout and and thou and thy the, especially when we're praying or worshiping or something. Um, it, it it just reminds me that these words are um, a bit more special than like what we're talking about every day. Um, so the second instance that it's used is in Exodus twenty nine. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, and that that word work is actually melakah. And then in Nehemiah, my favorite book of the Bible, one of my favorite books of the Bible, is uh, Nehemiah two eighteen. And they said, "Let us rise up and build." So they strengthened their hands for this good work. Uh, one of my biggest takeaways from that is that uh, God wants us to train forearms. Because he's probably under the assumption that you're already training all the other major body parts. And so he's saying, hey, strengthen your hands. Don't forget about the smaller muscles. Uh, I'm just kidding. Obviously a bit more important. <laughs> a bit more behind that one. So I said, let, let us rise up and build. They're building the walls of Jerusalem. Um, Nehemiah is one of my uh, favorite characters because he didn't, he, he didn't part the Red Sea 
He didn't build an ark. He did something that was quite extraordinary, but uh, but also very relatable. Um, so he was a Jew. This is uh, five six hundred BC. No, excuse me, about four. I think four forty five BC is is what is the year I believe that they started um, rebuilding this wall. Is what he was called to do. And God put this vision in his heart, and then from there he was able to construct his plan. And there's a there's a lot of detail. The whole the whole account is in basically the first couple chapters of the book of Nehemiah, and uh, it's just an incredible book. As a matter of fact, what, uh, another incredible book is Visioneering by Andy Stanley. This is an expository teaching off of the book of Nehemiah, and and all of his personal examples throughout his life is as far as uh, how he how he applies the principles that ne- that Nehemiah used in the book of Nehemiah, uh, but it's just an amazing success book. It's actually getting kind of old and worn out now because the first time I read it was on our honeymoon in Maui. Oh, really? Remember I had this book on the plane, yeah, and in the hotel. Um, and so that's when I read this book for the first time, and it's got all of our writing and all of our notes and everything. By, by the time I'm done reading a book, it's just like covered in highlighter and... Yeah, you're not going to go to a used bookstore and find any of my books in there because no. by the time it's done being used, it's... Uh, you don't of, get rid of your books either, so... No, I hate it. And, and I don't loan my books out either because nobody gives them back. Have you notice that? Yeah. When you loan books, people, people like, they, I don't know what it is. Like, the, people ask for books and, and, and they say, oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll read it and I'll get right back to you. I'm like, no, I don't... <laughs> And when people want to loan me a book, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna borrow it. I'm gonna buy it. And they're like, Oh no, you can just borrow it. I'm like, No, you don't understand. You don't, you don't want me to read, to to, to read to read your book <laughs> because <laughs> it, it won't look the same. Uh, one of my favorite Simpsons episodes is when, is when um, Ned Flanders and his wife. Or I don't know if you've seen this one, but Ned Flanders and his wife are in marriage counseling. And Marge and Homer are in there too, and they're looking at them like, "You guys are like the, like you guys are Bible thumpers. Like, what are you guys doing in marriage counseling?" And, and Ned's complaining. He's like, "Well, my my wife was highlight highlighting passages in my Bible. <laughs> I'd be pissed if you highlighted passages in my Bible. I'd be like, "Hey, that was that color for a reason. What are you doing?" So. Uh, Visioneering by Andy Stanley. Amazing book. If you read that, you will definitely not regret it. Uh, the word Melaka is similar to a word called Abad, which is another type of work. This one, it means joyful work, serving the Lord without connotations of toilsome labor. So this was used before the fall. This is when the earth was without sin. And this is the type of work that man was doing before they were cursed. So hard work, laborious work. If you're a Christian, you believe, we believe that that type of work exists because of the fall. But Abad, the joyful work, serving the Lord without connotations of toilsome labor, that's the kind of work that we are meant to do. And that's what we're going to continue to do if you share the same faith as us um, in the next lifetime. And so um, hard, hard work is something that I love. It's something that I've always loved. And it's, and it's something where I think that's why I like bodybuilding so much because I leave the gym and, and, I'm, and I'm worn out, but I'm like, man, that was a, that was a good session. I, I, that's what I think heaven's going to be like is, is just like is, is, is a feeling of a good workout to where it's fun. You enjoy it. Is it hard? Yeah. Does it take effort? Yeah. But you're, but, but you're serving, you know, you're not really serving anybody at the gym, but, uh, but, but, the, but by definition, by, by definition, the word abad um, it's serving someone in a, in, a, in a way that is glorifying and that's gratifying. So hoping, hoping this is making 
hoping this is making sense. Covered some things that we didn't really didn't really intend on. <laughs> Um, but just a couple of takeaways from, from the book Visioneering. If you're looking for a good book to read this year, guys, um, I highly, highly recommend this one. Yeah. Um, but one, one of the ways that I really related to him that I wanted to share too, is that, um, there's, there, there's, th- there's things that you, that you want to add to become successful in this year, but there, but you also want to take inventory and have an awareness of things that you need to take away and things that you should really stop doing. Yeah. And so one of those things for me tragically was music. I went to school for music performance and Andy Stanley, uh, to quote him from his, directly from his book, he said, I loved music all my life. God blessed me with a measure of musical talent. I played in bands throughout high school and college. I have written a couple dozen songs. Like most serious musicians, I accumulated quite a collection of gear, recording equipment, guitars, keyboards. I have quite a few of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my organ, I got my organ sitting, ac- sitting across our bedroom right now. Uh, drum machines and several m- miles of cable. <laughs> I've mm-hmm. definitely acquired several miles of cable. <laughs> uh, through the years, it became an expensive and, t- and time-consuming hobby. And just to summarize the rest of it, he had to make a decision because it, he, he realized that that wasn't his calling and he was called to be a pastor. He was called to plant churches. He was called to do other things and, and, and music, even though it was something he was gifted in, um, he realized it wasn't what he was called to do and that he wasn't, and that he was being a poor steward of what he really needed to do. So um, we're trying to be the best stewards that, that we can. This is something that we pray about every day of the of the skills that we have and to and, and to just make the most of them um and then yeah it's pretty pretty much pretty much everything from visioneering and, and from and for um what we want 2021 to look like um again it's our, gonna be a good year yeah it, it, it is and uh you know I'm, I'm approaching this year having just read this book again and having just read the, the actual book of nehemiah uh, looking up to him as as a, as a big example, a big example in a lot of ways. Um, he, you know, he accomplished relatable human tasks with God's providence. Uh, I didn't know what providence meant. I had to go look that up. <laughs> it comes from the word provide. It's basically something that is provided. Uh, so the first definition is that it's the care exercised by God's will over the universe, and the second one is that it's care exercised for the future. Uh, basically foresight so um, uh, you know and, and have, having a having somebody look up to like that and having a um, have, having a mentor that's um, kind of holding our hand and helping us through this and um, showing his experience in manufacturing that's been really helpful and something that we're really blessed with so yeah okay um, hoping that you got something out of this episode uh, may, maybe maybe it was inspiring maybe it was educational maybe it um, just made you laugh a little bit maybe you were just like wow I didn't realize he's these guys were so religious and uh now i don't think i'm going to listen to them anymore so, <laughs> I don't, maybe, maybe that's what we did maybe you're going to delete all of our episodes and all of our downloads and it'll clear up some space on your phone so whatever benefit you receive from this episode we're happy to have been a part of it <laughs> taylor is going to wrap up with yeah. our with our usual our, our usual bs that we close every episode with Thank you, podcast listeners, for joining us on this episode. If you found this helpful or entertaining, we just ask if you would please share this podcast and help spread the word. To make sure you don't miss future weekly episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast, and it would mean the world to Colt and I if you would leave a rating or review on iTunes. Or We will not be setting up on Patreon or any other service for donations. This content is our gift to you. If you'd like to support the show, we do invite 
you to our website, supersetyourlife.com, where you'll find our retail pages for our very own school bells, workout equipment line, hats, t-shirts, coaching services, and cult stand-up comedy booking information. By the way, the skull bells uh, workout equipment line, uh, everything we have is sold out. And so uh, you can send us an email to be put on our waiting list. Uh, You can subscribe to our newsletter, and then you will be notified when the new dumbbells are available i think you guys are gonna love them this is the most exciting product that we've ever made because it's the same that the design is going to be uh basically the same it's going to look almost exactly the way that it but does. they're going to be droppable yeah but these new dumbbells are going to be rubber coated and they're, they're going to be completely rubberized and so you'll be and able to steal yeah they're going to be made out of steel and rubber I think that's the only materials and we're going to paint them too so you, you'll be you'll be able to drop them on the floor on the kitchen floor probably um, i'm going to test it first and so don't try it until you <laughs> uh, in, until until you see me do it um but yeah this is this is what we're working on every day right now to try to get these made as fast as we can um on the website you will also find the link to subscribe to our weekly newsletter and to be informed of new product announcements, sales, and all the information um, to be up to date on what's going on. Finally, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at supersetyourlife.com. Thanks again. God bless and happy new year. God bless. Happy new year. Happy 2021. Amen. All women. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you saw that in the news, you know exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> wow, that was funny.